Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the EFES podcast. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Welcome back. EFES uh, Nation, Chase Urich here, president principal of the Equity Group and EFES. Uh, excited. We got episode number 13, long overdue getting this guy on. Uh, Tony Bowen, appreciate you jumping on to spend some time with us, man. Super excited and uh, glad to be here. All right, we're going to jump right into it. For all the viewers out there, we got people within FS that love to tune in. We've got people outside of FS that love to to tune in. I had a, a person uh, message me the other day who doesn't work with us, uh, not a part of the team, and they shot me a message. Uh, they found our contact info. They were like, I saw your YouTube videos. We love this stuff. So uh, those that are watching, we appreciate you and uh, excited to get this one in your hands here. Uh, we've got Tony Bowen plugged in with us today. Tony's special guest because it's kind of a unique relationship here because I knew Tony prior to us actually working together. He was always paraded around on stage at convention uh, with Royal Neighbors in particular as one of their top agents every single year. Took the number one agent uh, that year or number one agent for the year multiple years in a row. Um, so very excited to have you on with us, Tony. I know now, selfishly, I'm excited because we get to work together, but um, I want to start today off in this podcast, episode 13, with kind of sharing a little bit with our audience about who you are, uh, your background, how you got started in the business. So how'd you get uh, get into this crazy world known as final expense? Well, again, uh, awesome to be here, uh, share my story, and, uh, and be able to, to talk to uh, you know everybody out there uh, inside of FS Nation and, and, and even further out. Um, you know, my story goes back to, um, you know, 20 years ago. Um, I'm, I'm 47 now. Um, I got back in this business or I got in this business. Um, I was working retail. Um, I was working for a company. Uh, maybe you guys remember it. Uh, it was circuit city. Uh, back in the day we sold TVs, big screens, surround sound, home theater. Uh, it was kind of a, a, a passion of mine. I, I loved doing it and actually going to clients' houses and installing it. Um, one day I'm in there, I'm at work, um, I'm taking care of some, some elderly clients. Um, they, they can't work a remote. They don't know how to set everything up. And little do I know, um, I've got a guy standing back listening to me um, explain and, and take my time, sometimes explain it two or three times to this elderly couple, um, you know, a little, little technological, uh, uh, they're, they're behind the times. Um, make a long story short, uh, they got the clients all wrapped up, figuring out how to program the remote. Um, this guy approaches me out of the blue and said, uh, I just watched you for an hour, explained it to the elderly couple who, who obviously doesn't know anything about, um, TVs and surround sound and, and wireless remote controls and programming. And he goes, um, I think you would be great at what we do. Um, you know, we specialize in helping you know, senior citizens, both, you know, social security and, and Medicare based. And I think you would be great. Um, he, he found out I was a, an avid golfer, like golf. Uh, he invited me out golfing one day to kind of explain what he does with, with Medicare and, and life insurance and, and long-term care and, and everything that we deal with. And, uh, promised me I'd be making, you know, X, Y, Z amount inside the first year or two. So immediately he has my attention and the rest is history. Um, I went through the classes, passed the test, went over and, and worked with them. 
um, and uh, and just learned on the fly. Um, you know, this business teaches you a lot, and, and, but but a lot of the stuff that we learn um, is on a day to day or even a case by case basis, uh, and just being out in the trenches, right? Just learning as you go. Um, you know, I was told a long time ago that you know this business is tough enough, but you don't even know what you're really doing uh, un- until you sit with 500 people. 500 presentations, 500 sit-downs, you should be comfortable at that point. Um, so it takes a couple of years to get 500 sit-downs, and, uh, and and here we are 20 years later. Yeah, I see that Royal Neighbors Award sitting behind you there. That was a fun trip and uh, another another convention where you were paraded around on stage, and, and rightfully so. I mean, you've been an elite-level producer since I've known you. Um, I love one of the things I love, which is why we've had you speak at you know our sales conferences. A lot of the agents within FS Nation, they love that community. They love hearing from top producers. And you've always been very giving with you know how you do what you do, your secret to success. You've always been somebody who said there's really no secret to it. You just got to put in the work, like you said, the presentations. But I want to drill down on a couple of things, and, and I'm put you on the spot here just to ask, what would you say for those that are listening in right now are some of the key items that they need to be paying close attention to on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to make sure that they are productive and build that business that can be successful for them long-term like you have? Starting as a personal producer, what are those keys that you would throw out there to them? Well, you know as well as anybody, um, they say about 90% of the agents that that get into this business never make it. Um, And there's a few things why. you know, time management is is one. Um, we don't have a boss. We don't have a time clock. We don't have a, a destination where we we go and, and sit there for eight hours a, a day. Um, so time management is is huge. Um, you know, work ethic, getting up every morning. You know, being organized, huge. Um, you know, and then you know, I tell people you you, you got to be willing to get. Your, your hands dirty for at least the first couple of years because, again, you can't learn what you need to learn sitting in an office or on a phone or even on a computer. A lot of the stuff that we learn is in the client's home. It's their prescriptions. It's their doctors. It's their current insurance. It's something they bought 30 years ago. Um, these are all the things that, that you learn on a case-by-case basis, and, and once you've done it, for a few years and you've seen all of the scenarios um, and you've seen all of the prescriptions, you've seen all the doctors, you've seen all the, the carriers, um, you start to learn how to move forward and, and, and put together game plans for these people. Yeah, that's, that's strong. It's powerful. And it seems to be a common theme whenever we talk to somebody who's successful, they echo exactly what you just mentioned right there. You know, from an organizational standpoint, you're very meticulous with how you go about doing what you do. You don't just throw a bunch of leads in the car and then head out uh, pivoting as we keep, you know, keep the theme about how to be successful in the business. How do you organize yourself from the moment your feet hit the floor and then throughout the rest of the day, what do you do to keep yourself organized and just locked in and ready to go for that day? Well, everybody's got their own little tweaks and twerks on how they do it. Some people use, you know, uh, GPS navigation, Uh, you know, mapping programs where, um, you know, uh, a big mistake a lot of agents make is, is, um, 
is, you know, backtracking, um, you know, running leads kind of out of order. There's several programs out there that, that don't cost any money or very, very little money where you can actually take a stack of 20 to 30 leads and enter all 20 or 30 addresses in and they will map them in order. So you're just going from one lead to the next lead to the next lead to the next lead. You know, if, if you've got a day where, where, you know, you're not finding a lot of people home and, and you get through your stack, well, then it's time to stop, have lunch, grab something to drink and start from the beginning and, and run them again. Um, I've always worked by zip codes. Um, if you're staying in the same zip code, no matter how big that county is, you know, the longest drive you're going to have between, you know, stops in the same zip code, maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. So zip codes were always it. I always, you know, stack them, organize them, put them by zip codes together, enter them into your system, press go, and it just takes you from one right down to 20. So for the agent out there listening in, when they when they find that organization, then they get themselves to where they're somewhat stable. They kind of have a daily routine, as you just mentioned. That's part of the winning recipe. What would you recommend that they do once they start to get a little bit of traction? They start getting going a little bit. They've made a few sales. They're still chasing that 500 presentations, getting that experience under their belt. When they start getting closer to, to finding success, what do you recommend just puts you over the hump? Like, is there a missing ingredient? Is there something that really you should be paying attention to as you start to get a little bit of traction? What do you recommend there? Well, first and foremost, I, I tell you, some of the things that I see, even with a lot of uh, young, young agents, um, it's not real hard to go out and have just a great week where you go make three, $4,000. The hard part about this business is staying consistent every week. And so one of the common mistakes that a lot of agents make is, you know, they go out, they blow the roof off and, and they go make three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 in a week. Next thing you know, the next two weeks, they're not to be found, you know, living high on the hog. Um, a lot of times, um, you know, we know in this business, there's, there's cancellations, there's chargebacks, but more importantly, it's when you got momentum, it's no different than a football team. When you got that momentum and you got that steam rolling, you got to keep it going. And, um, and that's the only way that I can tell you, number one, you're going to hit your 500 presentations a lot sooner. Uh, but more importantly, it's just keeping that momentum building and building and building so that you don't take those steps backwards. Man, I love that. I love that because that right there is something that we've seen so many times. You've got, you know, this blue chip, just stud producer in the making who comes in gets going. And like you just said, they write some good business in a short amount of time. That week, they have a really good week. And then they let off the gas. They stop doing the things that got them to have that great week. But that's what separates guys like you and some of our other guests, like those that have listened in. You've seen Jason Horn, you've seen Holden and the others. That right there is gold because when the, when the getting is good, keep getting after it. You got to keep your face in there. Um, you know, I can't tell you how many times Throughout my career, you know, I've seen someone go out on a, on a four or five thousand dollar week. Next thing you know, you know, they're doing something else. They're taking vacation. You know, we want everybody to have fun, enjoy life. You know, but then they come back from vacation. They come back from their little their little hiatus where they took a few days off. Next thing you know, you know, they've got a chargeback or two. The leads are running low. You know, bills got paid, money got spent, and then the next thing you know. 
Um, you don't have any leads. You've got a couple chargebacks, and now you know uh, that's that. You put yourself behind the eight ball on two sides of the coin as far as that goes, and it yeah, happens it, very quickly. Yeah, it does, and it's it's that was well articulated, and I, the, and it's such a good point to harp on. And I, I I love I would love to harp on this particular point because it's powerful. We have so many agents that see these big numbers that get put up, and they're like, "Dude, what what is this guy doing? Like, is he getting better leads than me? Is he getting?" That's obviously not it. It's that they don't let off the gas. It's that they when it's it's momentum. It's if you get a lead, like you said in a ball game, I'm not gonna I'm not just gonna punt. I'm not gonna take a knee the rest of the way. I'm gonna run it down your throat. We're gonna just grind. I'm gonna see how big I can get that scoreboard, and we're gonna see if we can run it up. That's the difference between those that want to have a huge week and a huge month. That right there that you just explained is the differentiator because they they keep going. They don't stop. And they know it's gonna reset. When the new month rolls around, they just keep going. Yeah, you have to. Um, it's just, it's, it's amazing. You know, I was always, always from a young beginning part of my career. I always told myself that I've got to have at least three or four cases that are always in the hopper. That's what we call them, right. Got to have these cases in the hopper. Well, when these cases go clear, you got to go have three or four more in the hopper, right? And if you're going three, four, five seven days without those cases in the hopper, um, you know, first of all, you know, bills don't stop. You know, you gotta, you gotta have the leads. You gotta keep paying yourself. Um, you know, and, and without those constant cases being thrown in the hopper, um, it, it, it's hard to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and growing and growing and growing. You have to have. You, know, you just mentioned on something that I, I want to kind of I want to segue to next, which is longevity in the business. You you started it off at the beginning of this call, mentioning, you know, we've on this podcast we've talked about it before as well. You know, there's there's eight percent nation that talks about ninety two percent of the agents are going to fail out. You mentioned it as well. What has made you successful for all these years? People, number one, just so you know, they're when they see your face, finally, they're going to be like forty seven. This dude's lying through his teeth, whatever, but. What have what would you attribute to your success and your longevity over all these years? Because you've been doing it at a very high level for a long time. What would you attribute it to? That consistency? I mean, I know you mentioned that, but what else? Really, it's it, you know, I I live by a very simple rule. Uh, you know, I look at that leaderboard, and I've always been that kind of person that if I'm going to do the same job as all these other guys that are on that board. I want to be paid. I want to be at the top of that list, right? So I've always been a fairly, um, you know, success equals money. I don't know that money equals success, right? But if you're successful, the money's going to follow it. I've always just been that kind of person that even when I worked at, at Circuit City and, you know, selling big screen TVs and, you know, back in the day, that place was a commission-based uh, electronic store. I'm at work, all the rest of these guys at work, I want to make the most money in the store. So it's just a literal mindset of getting out there. No matter what I made in June, July, August, and September, every month starts fresh. Some people started fresh every week. Um, you got to do it. You got to get yourself out there. And, you know, we love finding these wonderful clients that become friends. You talk, you know, on a, on a more regular basis. And, you know, for me, that's part of it where I just can't wait to go out and find the next client that is, 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 is 
someone that you help, someone that appreciates you. And then again, you build that relationship from there. It's just, you keep going. I just heard you say it. I'm going to unearth this now for those listening in. You're a competitive dude. Like I've played golf with you before. Like you're friendly competitive. Like you're not going to throw it in someone's face, but you just kind of shared a nugget there that's absolute gold. You got to have a little bit competitive juices flowing in this business, whether it's a leaderboard, it's an upline, it's a friend that's with you that you work with. You need to have, even if it's just yourself, you need to be having something that's a motivator that you're chasing. And it's not just money. You're not paper chasing. Um, you you got to make sure that you get that motivating factor that's going to keep you competitive, whether, like I said, it's with yourself or a leaderboard. I love that because that's something that doesn't get talked about a whole lot. There's no one that looks at that leaderboard that doesn't say to themselves, holy smokes, what is this guy, this guy, this, right? I mean, you look at that leaderboard and that leaderboard is only put out one reason and one reason only, right? We want to we wanna acknowledge the kings of the hill, but really, what do we want? We want everyone to see the kings of the hill, right? Because we want them to ask, well, if they can do it, why am I not doing it? And that is the only reason it exists. Yeah, and if you're listening in right now, most, most companies out there, most IMOs are going to have some type of leaderboard. There are certain individual agencies that have them. I can speak to exactly what Tony just mentioned. I have a 20-year-old son who just got into the business, and I'm telling you right now, he looks. Now, he's had the pleasure of seeing these people, meeting them, and you know, it's kind of like seeing Jordan walking around at the event, and he's like, that's the dude on top of the leaderboard. There's Tony Bowen. You know, he, He's seen that in person, but to Tony's point, he's chasing Tony. Now, right now, he's, you know, he's not close, but to be able to, to compete, and chase and aspire to get to that level, the leaderboard does do that for sure. It's it's not money in the bank account, but it's business on the board, which should be equating to money in the in the, in the bank. But it's a target, it's an objective, it's a goal to go after, man. And that that is such an un kind of discussed, not thought about you know topic that uh, that you just brought up right there. Hey, Jordan Jor- Jordan didn't come in the NBA the, the greatest of all time his rookie year, right? What was he doing? He was chasing greatness. He yep. was chasing all the people that had had come before him and laid that foundation. He just wanted to, to take that and keep moving forward and, and worked his butt off, right? Now all these young guys, they're chasing, they're chasing Jordan, right? LeBron, always been chasing Jordan. It's the same thing in the insurance business. People in the past have laid the foundation. We've got social media. We've got all these new avenues that are trying to make it a little bit better and a little bit easier for some of these young, young studs coming up. But at the end of the day, you know, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. There's no substitute for just hard work, getting out there and 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 wanting it. You got to want it. Well, you touched on something that I want to I want to kind of do a deep dive on real quick because this is we love talking about the numbers, the production, you know, the opportunity. That's what gets put all over social media the most is these recruiting these big recruiting shops. They talk about how much money you can make. One thing that doesn't get discussed enough is the service level. Um, and, you know, you and I have discussed this at, at Nauseam. We don't come from money. We, we weren't born with a silver spoon in our mouths. But so we, we talk about our clients, final expense, middle, lower income. One thing that I've marveled at with you particularly, obviously you're a killer producer, how you treat your clients, how you view them, how you communicate with them, You've never, once you've ascended to big levels of production, you've never once changed as long as I've known you in terms of how you treat and interact with your clients. 
share with us your ideology and your approach to your clients. Because you mentioned it a minute ago, you know, you start forging relationships, people that you talk to after the fact, post-sale, share with the audience out there a little bit about your mindset in regards to uh, your clients. Well, mindset number one is uh, this is more than, this is a career, not a job. And so if you if you take on that mindset that this is this is my livelihood, this is my career, right? You know, when we're out in the field, 90% of the sales that we run into, I mean, the people are buying you as an individual. You know, there's a lot of great products out there, there's a lot of great agents out there, but a lot of the times what makes the sale is is the people buying in you. So if they can buy into you with everything that you want to offer, I always ask myself, um, you know, do I want to stand behind that? Not only after I get the sale and, or do I want to stand behind that through the entire process? You know, I've always told that those people and my wife sometimes really doesn't like this, but I tell these people, my cell phone is seven days a week, 365 days a year. There's no time too late. You want to call me at 11 o'clock at night, my cell phone rings, right? This is the service that I want to provide because it separates the career longevity people and the people that are just trying to have a quick job, make a quick buck. And a lot of times these people can see that. They know who's in it for the long haul, who's been doing it a while, and who's you know just in it to make a quick dollar. Yeah, and I want to, not to put you on the spot, but you shared a powerful message the other day with FS Nation on the morning call. And it it really exemplifies exactly what you get with Tony Bowen as your agent. You're getting Tony Bowen for life. Do you mind sharing that story real quick and how things transpired with American Amicable? It, it's a great story. Matter of fact, I just spoke with the lady again yesterday. So this story is still very fresh. But, um, you know, I, I run a lead, no different th- than anything else. Um, it was a husband and wife. Uh, actually, they weren't even technically married. They had just been together for 30 years. Um, but they had Lincoln Heritage. I'll put that out there. Uh, they had it for five years. Uh, so even after five years, you know, I, I introduce myself. I, I tell them, you know, where I'm from and and what I do. And these people happen to live probably only four or five miles from me. So very local. Um, but I was able to find a, a carrier that not only beat the price, but also beat the benefit, you know, benefits on what we're looking for. Uh, um, so the people were very happy to, to do business with me. Um, they, the guy had the policy for about 10 months. Um, he said he kept complaining of, of back pain, couldn't go to the bathroom, just all kinds of things going on with them. So he goes into the doctor, doctor can't find nothing wrong with them. They sent him over to do an MRI and the guy turns out that he's got pancreatic cancer. Uh, anybody that's been in this business or, or, or even outside the business that knows anything about cancer, it's probably one of the worst ones you can have, and it's very quick. From start to finish, uh, from from first day diagnosis till the till the guy passed away, it was literally about six weeks is all it was. Um, the lady calls me, lets me know. Um, the daughter had, had, had helped her to get all of the um, paperwork in. 
I'd stopped out to the house to make sure that the paperwork was was filled out correctly, death certificate, sign, date, you know, just wanted to make sure everything's okay. They sent them in. Um, I think agents should do that a little bit more often um, as far as helping the clients with the paperwork. One of the things I think that takes a long time is when these clients try to fill it out themselves and and there's a box missing or a checkbox or, or something, you know, the company's going to send it back and say, hey, this isn't filled out correctly. So it does expedite that that process a little bit. Um, that's something that I've always offered. If the client calls me and, and needs help, I'm there to help fill out the paperwork. Make a long story short, we didn't hear anything for about two and a half, three months. Uh, the carrier's doing their due diligence. The policy was only 10 months old. They wanted to look at medical records uh, from two different hospitals. Um, and, you know, I'm calling in, I'm checking up on it. The lady's calling me, just falling her eyes out, um, you know, saying that that it was too good to be true and you know, they should have kept the other carrier and, and you know, everything that just makes me feel terrible. Um, coming to an end, uh, she finally gets uh, a, a letter in the mail and a check. And the letter in the mail said that we, uh, you know, sorry for for your loss, our condolences. Uh, here is a check for all of your money back that you paid in for 10 months, uh, plus the interest. Um, ended up being about $3,000. Far cry from the original face mount. So she calls me up. She's crying again. Um, I said, you know what? I don't agree with this. Um, let me see what I can do. Let me make some phone calls. So I made a few phone calls, you know, I climbed up the, the chain of command and I said, I don't feel right about this. Um, and I think we could take a second look at this. So the carrier allowed us to take a second look at this. And at the end of the day, um, they found that it was um, a positive claim. It was a good claim. It was something that kind of slipped through the cracks based on, 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 on using the, the human approach, not the computer side of it. And they ended up paying the claim. Um, American Amical stepped up tremendous. They put all the faith, you know, that I had in them originally back in. The lady is just thrilled to death. She called me today and said she couldn't, she, she don't know what she would do without me. Um, and she just, you know, she has me and my family and all of her, her prayers and thoughts and, and it just changed everything. And it's just one of those things that, that I really didn't do a whole lot. Um, other than the fact that, that, that I didn't take that, um, that decision that the computer made, basically. Um, and I said, listen, let's take another look at this. Here's the scoop. And let's see if we could come up with 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 maybe a, a different decision. And, and lo and behold, that's what happened. Yeah, shout out American Amicable. And I don't know if Darren and the team are going to hear it, but shout out to those guys. Awesome. No no pub, you know, no, no free pub here, but well-deserved. Like, even... Even if you're not working with them right now, you don't have to call us. Get an American Amical contract. They're phenomenal. But in this in this situation here, the people are what make the organization. You made the phone calls. You knew the people. You knew the scenario, and you knew the client. And just an awesome, awesome story to hear. Because you know, insurance companies get a bad rap a lot of times on the forums and in the in the Facebook social media stuff. You know, it's, all you hear is the bad stuff. You rarely hear the good stuff. And you know they do a, they do a lot of good. Here it is a Saturday morning, 10 a.m. I'm getting the you know the second or third call from the client, and I said, "Listen, I, I'm going to put a call in right now, you know." And 
very similar to what I tell clients when I got my phone on, you know, seven days a week. You could call me on the weekends if something crazy. That's kind of how Darren is at American Amicable. I call him up on a Saturday, you know, morning. He said, Tony, I will be on this first thing Monday morning. We'll get a second look at it. And from that start to finish, it was less than, uh, it was about a week from start to finish. And the lady had a check in her hand for the entire amount. It was, it was awesome. They truly care about the agents. They care about the clients. They do a great job. But what a, what a story, uh, you know, back putting the spotlight on you as her advocate in one of the worst times that we can go through is when we love, lose a loved one. You were her advocate from, from the get-go. So for agents that are listening in, you know, the sale only begins once you complete that sale and get them on the board as a client. That's where the work begins. That's where the service part of it comes into play. And Tony, I'll just say it, not because you're the guest today, but because I've known you for so long, you've always been exceptional at the service part of it. Like we've been out of town before on an event trip or something playing golf. That phone rings, you're picking it up. It's either an agent that works with you or a client that uh, that you've taken care of. So, you know, you practice what you preach. I love it. And uh, I appreciate you sharing that story, man, because that is powerful stuff. As we look to close the podcast out, any parting shots, anything you want to throw out there to anybody listening in right now? You know, here's a couple of parting shots. Here's a couple of things that, 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 that really get me to where I'm at and keep me going. You know, shout out to, to Ethos, right? Um, you know, you can't go to work without the leads, right? So you got to have somebody that is really uh, thinking, you know, ahead of the curve. They're planning for the future. They're planning ahead. They're, they're, they're taking what's going on in the, in the world today with, you know, with what's going on. Um, and, and always looking to to grow and get bigger and get better um, and just continue to move forward. Um, so agents will struggle if they don't have the leads. Well, the leads are taken care of, right? You need the leads, put the call in, put the, the text in. You know, we, we've got a lead team, you know, that's ready to go. They're, they're the best around. And, and again, I, I can email them on a, on a Saturday. You know what I mean? And, and and usually get a response back. So very, very cool on the lead team. The other thing I will tell you is no matter what job you're doing in this world, I don't care if you're a roofer. I don't care if you lay carpet. I don't care if you're an insurance salesman. Um, it doesn't matter. But one thing I've learned, the more tools that you carry in your tool belt, the better you're going to be, right? You A hammer doesn't fix everything. You might, you need, you need a screwdriver, you need a hammer, you need tape measure, you need it all. What's nice about the job that we do is, is if you carry a, a, a nice little handful of carriers, you're going to have something that fits the client. I've always sold based on what's the best fit for the client, whether they're a smoker, non-smoker, if they're diabetic, non-diabetic, if they've got neuropathy, they don't. Heart conditions, AFib, prescriptions always tell the story. And what's nice about the carriers is you can always fine tune the product based on what the carrier offers, based on the client's particular circumstance. And that's that's key. Yeah, that's why you make multiple trips a year. You know, there's a lot of people who strive to hit one trip a year. You're a guy who has notoriously been somebody who makes multiple trips a year. That's why they love you. Well, man, I appreciate you. I look forward to seeing you soon. We got a leadership conference coming up at the end of this year. Uh, fire and be fun. You, we're going to burn it down. It's going to be a blast, but I uh, appreciate you as always, my friend. And uh, we'll do this again sooner than later. 
I can't wait, brother. See you soon. Later, buddy. All right, bye. Thanks for listening to the EFES podcast. For more, visit EFESNation.com and subscribe to the podcast catalog on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.